Tweet Adam at underscore Adam Crowley. Oh no, finish your tweet. It's not your best part. Just give us a second. There you go. Hashtag it. This is the Adam Crowley Show on 970 ESPN and now on 106.3 FM. Live at the Carson City Saloon. Bud Light Happy Hour coming up in one hour, but that doesn't mean you can't come on down and get a little sauced first. Talking about Christmas movies, your favorite at 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Joe tweets, I switched to FM after you said you're a big Christmas movie guy and you never saw a Christmas story and you think Godfather is Scarface. Oh, my God. Oh, I know that clip. That's from old school, right? Here's my favorite thing about this show. Yesterday we talked about sports. We talk about sports every day. But yesterday we also mixed in some alien talk. Yesterday we talked to Jeff Reed. Yesterday we talked about Santa. Today I have a guy say he's done finally. Not because we're talking about nonsense, but because I wasn't up to snuff enough in the nonsense that we were talking about. I didn't bone up on the nonsense that we were discussing. I like this guy. And you know what, Joe? I never listen again. You don't get the show, man. You know what, Joe? I'm going to talk I'm going to talk about this Joe guy for a second. Uh, he, like he's the aficionado for freaking Christmas movies. Look at this picture of Joe. He's out by the water golfing. He didn't live in a city where there's snow. If you don't know snow, you don't know Christmas. Okay, he's tweeting about Ricky Fowler. He's tweeting about the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. Who's this? Oh, I think I figured it out, guys. It's not just the 49ers he's tweeting about. It's anti-Kaepernick. Ah! This guy doesn't like me because he thinks I'm a liberal. That's what it is. And you know what, Joe? You're right. And you know why I admit this? Because the Crowley Show has one motto. And that is, we are always transparent. Transparency is the number one virtue of the Crowley Show. Do it. They don't say the same thing on the Levitard Show, but they feel that way. They like to be honest, and they were honest yesterday in talking about me and this radio station. Stugatz is tired of like talking to the Pittsburgh affiliate. All his dreams are coming true, and Stugatz is driving Jeez. home at 2.30. He's like, another one of these. Like, be careful what you wish for, man. It isn't my mistake. I called them Friday, did the Pittsburgh affiliate, and I told them if the Steelers lose the game because I predicted them to win by 10, I said if they lose the game, you can have me back on on Monday and everyone can get mad at me and not get mad at you. And I forgot I said that. And so Monday I was driving home, and lo and behold, my phone rang. I'm telling you, man. These affiliate hits. Whoa. I mean, I'm doing thousands of them. Are you done with it? Are you done with it? Are you finished with the affiliate <laughs> I, I think I got one today. <laughs> I Mike, can you help me out with this, please? Stugatz, it's all his dreams are coming true, and Stugatz doesn't want any of it. He's complaining about having to do Mike and well, I want the money. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I want mean. the right. <laughs> Love you, 970 ESPN. <laughs> It's it's Adam Crowley, I think it is. He's a good guy. He really is. He's a good host. I enjoyed it, you know, and now we're talking about a weekly spot on the show. And I'm just telling Adam, I better be paid. Freebies are over. God, I love that guy. I do. Because he's real, man. He's honest. And clearly he bitched a lebitard about having to come on our, our radio program a couple of times. And that's okay. What I do like, though, is that clearly Mike Ryan fed him the station name. 
because there's about a three-second pause where Lepidard's about to go into something if you're <laughs> listening live, and he pauses, there's silence, and all of a sudden Stu goes, oh, I love you, 970 ESPN, but he remembered my name. There's no way that Mike Ryan fed him my name in those three seconds. It didn't happen because Stu is my boy, okay? A couple of times he told me that he likes me. He likes the show. He texted Joe. He said, that was fun segment. Actually, what he said was, thanks, fun. Yeah, two words, but he cares about the Crowley Show. My buddy Zach Scheimer joins us now. We used to do Friend Fridays all the time. We do a Friend Friday right now because we've mailed it in for the holiday season. Scheimer, you are a P1 for both Levitard and the Crowley Show. This is true. I'll tell you what. I understand where he's coming from. I have myself been frustrated whenever I've had to do hits in Cleveland or Cincinnati or wherever the else I've had to do hits. But I feel like it means something when he says I'm a good guy, good host. No, I think so too. And, I mean, you have to take it slightly with a grain of salt because it's Stugatz. I mean, my idol, really. Uh, I've told you thousands of times I could be the show Stugatz. You could. Um, but this I is an audition <laughs> for you. Yeah, get, get ready, baby. Pay me. Um, but anyway... Um, I think what you have to realize with him is half of what he says is just trying to make up for a different lie he's already said. But I think that one, I mean, when you had him on both times, I texted you and I said, he sounds so authentic every time you're like, I like you being on more than you do, and he sounds authentic. So I think you got to take that more than total? Is it totally lame what I did after the second time we taped when I said, hey, Stu, uh, are you going to be up at Pittsburgh anytime? And he yeah, said, no, really lame. Really lame, okay. Lamest that's, thing ever. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, you're married now, I'm the one that's single and dating. It's like if you went on a second date and, like, asked for... Third brain. date! Thir- excuse me, third date, excuse Oh, my me. God. My for bad. the love of God. I mean, third, don't shortchange me so here. You're on your third date. There's a third date. You're on a third date with someone that lives in a different city. You say, hey, hey uh, like, you invite her to something six months away, hypothetically. Like... <laughs> It's a little bit much too soon. Just yeah, a he, little bit. He didn't even remember Friday to Monday. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, exactly. Imagine he gets that text out of the blue. <laughs> exactly. This dude's hitting yeah. on me. <laughs> Am I a stage four clinger? Is that what happened? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he. <laughs> when you say if you would have gotten his number before the weekend, you would have drunk texted him, you're not. Like, that's being as transparent as possible. It would have been two beers and 30 minutes after the show ended that you would have texted him again. Look, Crowley, you've sent me a shirtless selfie. I don't know <laughs> what you would do to Stu Gott. The reason I sent Brian the shirtless selfie, what's today's date? It's the 22nd. The reason I sent Brian the shirtless selfie is because by the 27th of January, I need to have a six-pack or else I have to get my belly button pierced. And I wanted to show him what I was starting with. It wasn't a sex thing. It wasn't a. It wasn't a me too thing. Okay, I'm not trying to. Co- I'm not trying to coerce him in anything. Uh, I'm not trying to make him uncomfortable. Brian, did you feel uncomfortable? I was. A, I was a little. I was a little weirded out by it, honestly, at first. Just a little. I did send it to you without any rhyme or reason. Like zero. There, zero context. There wasn't even yeah. like a byline under it. Nothing. No. No. It was. It was 100% me shirtless in my bathroom. No less. Oh, not the bathroom. In, in fact, I responded, did you just send me a shirtless selfie? <laughs> and the answer was a resounding yes. yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty obvious. I could have lied and tried to say, oh, it's my concubine. <laughs> and, you know, I, I got I got a woman on the side I'm trying to send a shirtless selfie to. Yeah. Although I'm dripping sweat in this, <laughs> in this picture. I'm I'm dripping sweat. Okay, so, okay, here's what we do. Here's no, what we do, actually, boys. real quick, Crowley. No, I, not I, real quick. I think it was oh, more it's not like, the Brian LaMartina <laughs> show. I think it was more like, oh, I, I meant to send that to Stu Gott. <laughs> Whoa! I was just gonna say he might be the worst person at covering up bad texts, as I know from experience. That would have been the way to do it, though. Okay, so what do we do here? Do we uh, can we do we release said picture so people know <laughs> what the picture is? Are we allowed legally to release said picture, Brian? What do you think? Yeah, you I think I think you put it up. Transparency, number one rule of the uh, Crowley Show. That's what All you right. do. What if I put it up to a vote on the Adam Crowley Twitter account? That's what you do, man. All right. If the listener wants to see the shirtless selfie, the listener can see the shirtless selfie. Now, that being said, I refuse to tweet the shirtless selfie. We will put it up on the Facebook page. I have a far bigger <laughs> following on Twitter than I do on I, Facebook. Look, I got a copy of it. I'll tweet it, and I'll tag you in it. Yeah, but you've got you've got no one. I mean, look, I, anyway, I've got 171 committed followers. I'm one of them, Brian. I'm with you. Thank you, Zach. Man. I feel like this is a good way, if the listener wants to see me shirtless, that they could do it on the Facebook page instead of the but Twitter account. Are you putting the poll on the Twitter to post it on Facebook? Yeah, like, but we could point people seems, to the Facebook that page. That seems unauthentic. That but this seems, is a good way to get people involved this in the is Facebook like letting page. A, it's like letting a little bit out. There's not as many uh, followers on the Facebook page as you have on Twitter, so you're, you're, you're muting the whole thing. That's no, the saying. point is you're trying to get people to go to the Facebook page. He, he comes in here with a good marketing ploy on this, but it's to cover up that he doesn't want many people to see it. Yeah, he wants credit for putting it up, but not yeah. where people will see it. Yeah. And he wants credit for the good marketing idea of, oh, I'll get more people to the Facebook page, and it's really just to cover it up. Give some transparency, Adam. Yeah. I am giving transparency. <laughs> I think the best thing to do is to put it on Facebook so that people go to our Facebook account because I look like Leo, and they want to see me look like Leo, and the only way you can do it is on Facebook, and we make it like this VIP kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is such a lame. No, it's what it is. It's what it is, Shimer. I mean, give me a break here. You don't want anyone to see you. I'm going to put it up on Twitter, but here's what I need you to do in addition to trying to search out my topless selfie. <laughs> I need you to donate to my GoFundMe account, okay? And I put that up on Twitter. I'm going to retweet it here in a moment. Actually, I'll retweet it as I speak. See, at you're looking for you're looking for people to do something, and you send it to where? Twitter. <laughs> I'm looking to make Facebook as big as Twitter. How do you know? You're, Brian, you're my producer. Like You need to understand this. Look, I just want people to see you shirtless. Like, immediately. I <laughs> right, don't want to wait for it. There's two different things at hand. There's us that we want you to see maximum embarrassment, and you are taking a marketing angle on this. I think the Crowley Show is way more about embarrassment than it is marketing. It's about trying to be as big as possible. That's what she said. <laughs> in terms of growing the show, and then the embarrassment that follows will reach more people. We want to grow the show first okay, and I foremost. Think, I think that's about. Will you point. let me just no. give the GoFundMe? I tweeted it at underscore Adam Crowley. Okay, but, it, but I think with that point, why don't you? Just would you? Would you let me? Would you let me finish this? Okay. Do it. At underscore Adam Crowley, we're raising money to get Stugatz on the show. Fifty percent of the proceeds. Go to Children's Hospital. What were you saying? If you want maximum proceeds, then I think you got to post it on both. That has been posted on both. Oh, just kidding. The shirtless picture has not been posted. That's what I mean. The shirtless picture with the donations. Tie them together. No, because here's what happens. Okay. 
You say the shirtless photos only on Facebook. Okay. You then get people to go to your Facebook where you've got that posted already. Okay. The GoFundMe. Eat bleep Pete tweets. <laughs> Eat bleep pit tweets. <laughs> Adam Crowley is going to put his shirtless selfie on angelfire.com. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Is that, a, is that a porn site? I'm clicking on it. <laughs> don't. That seems like a good idea. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Any children out there, don't go to angelfire.com. Funny story, also not, somewhat scarring. When I was a child, we were trying to get a cat because our cat died. So we are trying to get another cat because that's how you fill your cat-shaped void with another cat, right? And we went to animalfriends.com. Now, I don't know if it's changed since then, but Animal Friends back in the day did have people performing something in a doggy style. Up next, Christmas movies. Your favorites, 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley, and the pirates are being the pirates. It's the Crowley Show. We are sports. Stay up to date with us on Facebook, ESPN Radio Pittsburgh, or on Twitter, where we keep it shorter at ESPN Radio PGH. Proof that anyone can have a sports show. Wow. <laughs> Electric booyah bass right from Jump Street. Adam Crowley. What's up, players? On ESPN Pittsburgh. Mark Madden, super genius from our building, 105.9. Good guy. Second best show in this time slot. He quote tweeted my GoFundMe for Stu Gotts, and he goes, he actually wants to be a paid guest on your show? You've got to be kidding me. To which I told him, shh, we're playing radio. I mean, of course Gotts wants to be paid if we're going to do weekly. I mean, he's a national guy. Any national guy, I feel like, would want to get paid weekly. Brian, you, you've had a lot more experience in the radio field yeah, than I have. See, I'm thinking, and here's, there might be a little lost in translation here. Stu has graciously come on, come on the show three times. We have gone after him quite a bit, and he's kind of saying that if he's coming on every week, he wants to get paid. It's not to come on the show to get paid. So now we're in a position where we've utilized him so much, so frequent, that we feel as if, we have to oblige him and get him paid to be back on the air. Full transparency. I think that Stu will appreciate the game of the GoFundMe. And I feel like Lebetard will appreciate the game of the GoFundMe. I think that Mike Ryan will appreciate the game of the GoFundMe. And that's kind of the point. I want Stu on the show, but I want to raise money for Children's Hospital. And I want them to respect my game so that maybe one day Mike Golick Jr. falls down the stairs and they ask me to do weekend observations. That's all I'm saying. That's the end game. And we have talked this out to the end game that you get on ESPN National. It's a great end game. And this is the way to do it, too. This is the way to get in with Stu. How do we make this happen where I do actually get to host a national show? Well, number one, the thing you don't do is send him a shirtless selfie. <laughs> I didn't do that! Yet. Not yet. Exactly. I sent it to you! Two or three more beers, he might be sending that to Stu. Two or three? I mean, I'll tell you, I've had these, uh, what is this, a St. Nicholas Bach? I'm on my third one. They're, uh, they're high alcohol content. I haven't had anything to eat since breakfast, so four, I might <laughs> four, fall on the stairs here. Four or five, it's a pantsless selfie. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to close here. Me without my pants on didn't close anything. No one wants to see that. No, no one wants to see any man naked. That's true. Uh, you got this giant meat sausage hanging between your legs. Like, no one wants Whoa. to see that. 
<laughs> what? Whoa! Yeah. I mean, sorry, Brian, that you don't have a giant meat sausage. I'm sorry that yours uh, looks more like the sausage links that they serve in the States, whereas mine looks a lot like what they got going on overseas. Look, I'm, I'm very proud, man. I got the bangers <laughs> and the mash, man. All you got is that little pork sausage. Yeah, but it's it's a cute pork sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice. Okay, it's a con- it's a considerate pork sausage. Yes, it's it's very very it's adorable. If I w- if I could, are we violating the FCC? Close. By saying, are we violating the FCC? Does that get the FCC closer to saying, hey, maybe they were violating the FCC? I imagine the FCC at this point is like everybody else in radio. They are on vacation and really don't care. <laughs> so I think we kind of got free roam today. Can I say penis? Yeah, sure. <laughs> are you a little bit nervous on the backside of this right now? No. Why backside would I be nervous. nervous? It's not my license. It belongs to our bosses. Oh, it belongs to our bosses? Yeah. In that case, I mean, the FCC should be nervous. I think I set a station record my first time with a violation with my 10th word on radio ever. You did. You That's did. When you said boner, yeah. Are you yeah. allowed to say boner? No. What? You what said you it twice. Said? I did not. Well, you said it once, and then I said it a second time, and that became an issue. Look, don't draw attention it. to it. Just move past it, man. I'm not going to say it again. I did that once, and I won't do it <laughs> oh, again. Oh, you did it once, and now it's a big deal? I'll take fries, yeah, sorry. Uh, we got a lot going on here at the Carson City Saloon. By the way, come on by to their, uh, their uh, what do you call that, New Year's party? They're selling tickets. New Year's Eve party, and the tickets are, uh, well, they're hard to come by, okay? Uh, you just want to go get one of those right now. So, okay, so Shimer one time says that word. Yes. Brian then says it again. I then repeat the word. Yes. I mean, you guys are all acting like a bunch of dicks, <laughs> butt kisses. Going back to an earlier conversation. How far did I push it there, Brian? That was awesomely pushed up to the line. <laughs> okay, very good. We'll keep it there. Yep. Oh, my goodness. What so, I Christmas though. movies. <laughs> Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. Who's on the line? We got a caller on the line, right? We got a couple, man. We got Michael and we got Mr. Richard. I say we oh, go with Michael first. I want to go with Michael first because Mr. Richard is, uh, he, he might need to end this segment. Let's go with Michael. Hello, Michael. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Crowley? First-time listener here. I've been listening for like 10 minutes, and I call, and I get in. It's awesome. You're a first-time listener? Where are you from? Yeah, Stephenville. Are we weird? Do you like it? I love it. You guys are fun. I knew right away you guys are fun. It's cool. Beautiful. Well, this is the same show we do every day. I mean, this isn't a top-10 show or anything, but, you know, it's a good day. Today's fine. Anyhow, what's on your mind? I want to say a sleeper Christmas movie. The sleeper that not many people know. It's called The Ref. The with ref? Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey. I'm good with both of those people, except for Kevin Spacey, because, my God, what are you doing recommending a Kevin Spacey movie right now? <laughs> I don't like, I really don't like the guy, but this movie's awesome. It's hilarious. What it, Dennis Leary hasn't done anything, has he? No, this Not movie's way back. It's like a 90s movie, early 90s, I think. Okay. So it's, you can you can cut the victims in half by the '90s. I still can't <laughs> rationalize it. What? Okay. What's your, so that's that's an underrated one. What What's your favorite mainstream Christmas movie? Oh, mainstream. Uh, gotta go with Christmas Vacation. I mean, it's hilarious. Oh, there you, you go, watch it a million, Michael. You watch it a million times. It's still as funny. Yep. It's a funny movie. I don't think it's hysterical. Shimer, you're Jewish. Have you seen Christmas Vacation? I have. I haven't seen it more than once though. Okay. Uh, I have not either. Chevy Chase's uh, mannerisms alone are just... 
Okay, I, I will agree it. with that 100%. And I will say, I think it's a funny movie. But, yeah. but, I hadn't watched it until like three days ago. That's shocking. Wow. It is shocking. I'm not a big movie wow. guy, but what, what, what happened was I kind of played it up in my head. Expectations, yeah. My expectations were too high. I really appreciate the call, man. Keep, keep sticking with the show, all right? Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Let's go to Mr. Richard next. Hello, Mr. Richard. You know, when I call up the producer, I say, what's going on in really? And I just happen to think, I want to give you my favorite movie, but I'm just happen to think that Wheeling uh, is just something you wouldn't think that a place like Wheeling, West Virginia, would be the home of the second biggest, highest-rated basketball, high school basketball tournament in the United States. Mr. Richard! Uh, Mr. Richard, I don't want to talk about that. What the hell are you talking about? I don't care. I barely care about West Virginia. I care about the university. That's it. I don't need to hear about high school basketball. Tell me what your favorite Christmas movie is, or you can go fall down some stairs. Victoria's Secret comes home. My favorite Christmas movie. Goodbye, Mr. Richard. It's tough to argue with that. He's a big fan of this show. He is my favorite caller. Is he better than Wilson? <laughs> I don't know. Wilson's Wilson's appearance today was brilliant. Man, I'm a Wilson fan. I he, think Wilson's I am too. getting close, but but I mean, Mr. Richards been in since the the ten o'clock show. I mean, he's got that's a, a good point. He's he's had the longevity. He's there. a legacy. He really is. Mr. Um, Richard actually was the first to call you out when uh, we were interviewing Roger Goodell at yes. uh, Radio Row. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why he called me out. I mean, we obviously were talking to Roger Goodell. He didn't think so, but we were. Um, he, uh, he, he brings nonsense every time, which should be really appreciated by this show. Well, Mr. Richard said yesterday that he needs Depends. I mean, some people need it. It's, you know, when you get to that age, you're going to need Depends someday. I mean, might be tomorrow. We don't know. I went to the West Virginia LSU football game my sophomore year of college, and Depends would have been very helpful at that point in time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. In you don't fact, need to knock Depends. No, and actually here at the Carson City Saloon, I love this place. This Good great. food. Great food. Cheap beer. Mm-hmm. Great time. A lot of people come here. The only issue with the Carson City Saloon is the bathroom is downstairs. Like, I wish I could be peeing right now. <laughs> I mean, there's a bathroom on the roof, too. Well, it's either walk up the stairs or walk down the stairs. And I suppose if you walk, well, it's the same either way, right? You go down, you're going to come back up. You go up, you got to go back I'm going to give you a bright side on this one. You're trying to get your six-pack by in a month. It's some good cardio. Barely, but it's some. That's a good point. I lost 10 pounds in this first 27 days. I have, too. I I have texted you that I have joined this pledge try to get a six-pack i am nowhere close i will not be first thing a shirtless selfie but uh i also will not be taking the punishment of a a belly button ring no but uh, but, but it's inspiration yes yeah, absolutely and that's what i said to you i said you know i'm trying to lose anyway and i may as- lose weight anyway i may as well have a goal at the end in Perfect. fact i have more of a one pack right now sort of the formation of a one pack it's not quite there yet it's getting there i have a one pack perfect totally out of one pack yeah. which is totally visible in that yeah. shirtless selfie yeah. brian you'll 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 admit that i at least got a one pack yes <laughs> yeah, how yeah much there's a there's, there's a one pack in there yeah like, like, the, a, like, like a big pack like the abs are pushing 
the fat forward, yes? Like, well, the- Adam, I didn't stare at the thing like for a long time <laughs> to like. Zoom in? I mean, I was shocked and turned away. I didn't like stare and like look. I mean, at first glance, I guess if I had to decide and say something, it would be like, yeah, you look like you're in somewhat good shape on the way to being in better shape. But I okay. did not sit there and count the like, look at the lines and like trace over <laughs> it with my finger and be like, oh, look at that ab. That's nice. Yeah, Adam. Oh, you're one third, the third down on the left side. That's very nice, Adam. I didn't, is, I didn't go is, that far. It is, it is pretty, uh, it is pretty evident that the that the third ab on the left side on the bottom is is looking pretty good. But okay, here's what I want to put up to a poll then. We've got a group chat for our fantasy football league. Me and Shimer. I sent you the picture, Brian, today that was posted in said group chat of Fat Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Should we? I'm going to put up on the poll. Do you want to see Fat Adam or shirtless current Adam better? Sounds good to me. Can you put one an option up there for both? No yeah, both. See, I like what uh, the. I can we we need to overrule this. I like what <laughs> I like what Zach's cooking there. Everyone um, wants both. <laughs> I think both is the way to go. Both is is a needed needed element in that poll. I've seen the Fat Adam pictures. I've been friends with Adam when he was Fat Adam. I want to see both. You knew Fat Adam. I knew Fat Adam. You know the greatest thing about Fat Adam? What? Leanna never said a word. My wife never said a word. Well, that's because you she, way outkicked your coverage. No kidding. But she never mentioned that I gained even a single pound. At no point was she like, Adam, you're drinking way too much beer. At no point did I order a cheeseburger, a big, fat, juicy, disgusting, bacon-covered cheeseburger, and she went, Adam, should you really be eating that? That's a good wife right there. It is. I can give you the psychology behind that. See, what happens is when you're so close to someone, you don't notice the small increments, and then it gets to a point where it would be rude to say something. So I think your wife, being the nice, lovely woman that she is, I think she was just being polite, Adam. Brian, with all due respect, you're being a dick butkus. <laughs> Boner. <laughs> Shimer, you're Jewish. I am. This is true. That was a great transition. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I mean... Don't say Die Hard. The obvious answer, obvious answer is Eight Crazy Nights. Very obvious answer. That's not a Christmas movie. I've never seen that. It's a holiday. Really, it's a oh, it's one. very good. It's really good. It's it's all. It's, it's, it's right all, before Adam Sandler went downhill. It's a lot like Bad Santa. Yes, exactly. It's an animated Jewish Bad Santa. That's the perfect pitch for it. Um, so in that vein, yeah, you got to go Bad Santa out there if we're going real Christmas movies. Um... Honestly, the one that I watch, so as someone that's Jewish, I don't spend a month watching Christmas movies. I usually pick one. And Here's a dirty little secret. Huh. Nobody spends a month watching Christmas movies anymore. I don't anymore. know if that's true. I do. No, no, yeah, you don't. See, no, I you have. Don't. I Brian, have. Brian, there's porn now. Like, no one, no one's watching a month worth of Christmas movies. Well, I mean, there's commercials during a lot of these movies. Jeez, give me some credit. That's I can multitask. That's a good point. That's, um, that's fitting in everything, and the pun is absolutely intended. And if you catch the Hallmark movies, it kind of rolls into one another. Perfect. Um, my point, getting away from... Whoa, whoa, we'll get to you in a second, Shimer. What do you mean the Hallmark movies? What do you mean? You just said you watch Hallmark movies. Yeah, the Hallmark movies. Like, around Christmas, they roll, like, all the all the uh, movies with, like, Hot Chick meets Hot Dude. Then, like, s- something bad happens and Hot Chick is not going to be with Hot Dude. Then all of a sudden... Everything turns around and the movie ends and Hot Chick is with Hot Dude. Live Brian, happily just, ever after. Brian, you just explained every f- chick flick ever. So how does that make that Christmas? These are Christmas themed. Like you have a bunch. Oh, man. You've never. Oh, gosh. Like there's one, the Christmas shop. 
where this this lovely woman, very them. hot woman. Don't, don't you give she, them? Don't you give she, them a platform? This lovely woman owns a, a lovely it. hot woman owns a Christmas shop, and she sells all kinds she? of How Christmas. Old is she? She's probably maybe twenty eight, twenty nine. Gorgeous, okay. absolutely gorgeous. Legs to die for. Oh, for the love of and, God! And and she's selling Christmas ornaments, and somehow her family has made a living. It sounds like she might be selling more than that. No, she is selling. This is wholesome. It's Hallmark. So she's selling Christmas ornaments. Somehow her family has made like a living selling ornaments year round. And this Christmas shop is a very special place. And then all of a sudden, this hot guy comes into the Christmas shop. Like, what's up, hot girl? And she's like, what's up, hot guy? And there's obvious chemistry. I mean, sparks are flying at him. You can you can feel the sexual tension. And then she finds out that this guy is actually a developer who is there to tear the building down and cancel her lease. How will these two ever get together? Watch the movie and you'll find out because it's a lovely romantic story, Adam. Can I guess? Yes. Do they bang and the building still stands? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you break it down, like, yeah. If break it, I mean, you take out all the, like, uh, specifics, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Does he come in like a wrecking ball but without an actual wrecking ball? Um, see, I don't want to spoil it for you because <laughs> I know you'll go home and watch this, but it gets close to the wrecking ball. Find out what my Jewish friend's favorite Christmas movie is next. Crowley Show. Yeah, my personal record book. If it's made Pittsburgh, the Steelers, the fans of the Steelers, you... Uh, if it makes everyone feel better, in my own personal record book, uh, the Steelers won that game, the Patriots lost, and that means the Steelers are on track to be the one seed in the AFC. <laughs> the Adam Crowley Show on ESPN Pittsburgh. Just making my way around Carson City's loom, talking to a couple of peeps here, and went over to this group. Yeah, it looks like a date going on here, and I said, is this your first date? And they said, no, but if it was... This would be great because it kind of breaks the ice, take the pressure off of them. I talk. I'm hilarious. Uh, I kind of allow them to just be themselves just around me. So I want to do this at some point on the Crowley Show. Not today. It's Christmas. Uh, there are not a lot of couples in here. But I think on Fridays, the Carson City, I think I got to walk around and try to interrupt dates. We'll get a wireless <laughs> mic out there for you so you can leave your broadcast position, roam around during segments. I think we could pull that off. Man. I think we could pull that off, and I think we should, in fact, pull that off because that would be funny because they said, look, Crowley, here's the deal, man. Like, We'll go with you. Like This couple said it would be hilarious if we walked around and started talking to people and interrupting first dates because, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a totally, totally, it's a totally uncomfortable situation. Sean, yeah, you're single. I am. Um, yeah, I. I mean, I, we talked about this recently. Uh, one of our other friends has brought a new girlfriend into our group, and I don't want to say we ridiculed her, but we're a difficult group to bring someone into because we're crazy people. Um, so if you pull any of those shenanigans with a random couple, it'll be even better. The shenanigans that I pulled on them were either fair or not. I'll leave that for Brian to decide. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brian, uh, my buddy, good friend of mine, uh, his name is Mike. I'm not going to give any more information other than that. But uh, he and his girlfriend came to our house for, what was that, a, like a Thanksgiving party? Yeah, like, it was a little after that. And this yeah. was the second time we had met her. Second time we had met her. And she comes over to my house, and she had to use the bathroom. And she did. And then I went and oh, used the bathroom no. after her, right? Oh, no. I then go downstairs and play beer pong with a couple of people because we're 15 years old, right? And I text my wife, and I say, hey, 
Mike's new girlfriend totally pooped in our bathroom. <gasps> and my wife had been wondering where we went. She didn't know what we were doing downstairs. She, she had no idea. So all the women were upstairs and all the men were downstairs. It was like an eighth grade dance. Where did Crowley go? Where did Mike go? Where did Shimer go? What's, where are all the guys no doing? No one actually cared where I went. No one. Well, they cared. But no one knew what we were doing. And so when Leanna, my wife, got the text from me, she was like, oh, okay, I'll read it aloud so that we know where these guys are. And I texted her. All I said was, Mike's girlfriend pooped. And she oh read this God. out loud. She goes, we'll just, we'll, just say her name is, we'll just say her name's Allison, okay? Allison pooped. She reads out loud. And Allison looks at Leanna and goes, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. And I've got a dog named Molly, and my wife goes, oh, he meant the dog. The dog pooped. The dog pooped. That's what he meant. But the rest of the night was tainted by this. And the nice. question is, when you just Fine. meet someone, Brian, should they be pooping in your house? No, never. No, 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 never. Especially, uh, okay, now I might come off as a little sexist here, but I think females need to follow that rule even more tightly. Just because of the embarrassment factor. I think a male might be able to joke around with it within the first few times and maybe get away with it if the guy's charming, if he's cool, if people like wow. him. But with a female, like, no, dude. I mean, you can't even deuce in your boyfriend's house for, like, what, at least six months? Yeah, you know what, Brian? That did come off as sexist, yeah. Yeah, I've actually, yeah. I've actually got a buddy who has broken up with girls for doing such things. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but, like... My wife and I, I mean, we were farting and pooping around each other from the get-go. Yeah, but you guys are like a, you yeah. guys are a special case. You're no, like, but transparency is the number one virtue of Crowley, man. Yeah, yeah. My, my counter to this is a little bit different. I'm going to go after Adam a little bit. He, one, didn't have, like, Febreze or anything just sitting there readily. Like, you need to do that. As a host, you have to have Febreze ready just in case. No fan either. Yeah, no fan. Like, you got to have stuff prepared for that. Like, she has no idea what she's walking into. That, that was, Like, those are things you should assume are there. So, if I'm going to defend her a little bit there. Also, I don't know. I mean, I'm single, so I have totally different sensibilities on this. I don't know if I was in a relationship. I would immediately text my significant other that that happened. I might wait till everyone left. Well, I didn't least, expect her to read it out loud. It's a fair point. That's on her. That's not on me. That's on her. It's a little on her. See, Why I mean, would she read it out loud? I would not expect her to read it out loud. I just wanted her to laugh inside <laughs> as I laughed inside. That's it. That's all it is. we all laugh. See, here's the thing now, Crowley. You have the right to go plant a flag in her house. Well, this is a good point. That's a great point. This is an excellent point. I need to get invited to a dinner party and just drop trowel. <laughs> yep. I think we can. I think we can manipulate Mike to get this to happen. We can make it happen. Yeah, we can make it happen. I he, think he, we're just the evil geniuses that can make this happen. Genius. We can make it happen. I think that dating is unbelievably awful. Agreed. I, I, it's just terrible. Agreed. I'm married, so I, I don't. Rub have, it I, in. I'm gonna do it in a while, but both you guys have. So we've got a very special Christmas edition of the back of your Christmas card. <laughs> yes? Yes, yes, what is, do. what is this? It was, was it a night before so, Christmas? So this was actually spawned from... You don't need to do it now. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll do it, it at the top of the 6 o'clock hour. But what, what exactly was it? it was so, a, so the back of my Christmas card is a remix to Jingle Bells that's that what I it was. called Single Bells. 
it was uh, all stemming from your wife asking me for my address to send me your holiday card. I was like, wait, do you think I should do a really single one? And our whole group was like, yes, you need to do that immediately. So that's where the idea came from. Leon, very, rarely as always. The, ra- very rarely does the single Christmas card ever happen. So No, this was a good one. Yeah, I set the bar pretty high for all you. Yeah, I like this. So at 6 o'clock, you'll, we'll hear Zach Scheinberg's Tinder edition to Jingle Bells. You'll also hear my rendition of the night before Christmas as it relates to the Pittsburgh Pirates. But before that, Zach, you're Jewish. I am. And as a Jewish man, you've still watched Christmas movies. Yeah, without a doubt. I think the rewatch factor isn't there, but yeah, I watch them. Your favorite Christmas movie? So we're talking... Mm, I think Bad Santa's up there, but I really think it's Elf. Elf has the the, the rewatchable quality. I think you brought it up with uh, <laughs> with uh, Wilson earlier. Zoe Deschanel is amazing in it. Oh my god! And you don't realize it's her because she has blonde hair. You're like, I know who that is. And then halfway through the movie, you realize it's Zoe Deschanel. The blonde hair throws you off every single time you watch it. Will Ferrell is amazing as always. I mean, you just can't beat it. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. Your favorite Christmas movie and why, at underscore Adam Crowley on Twitter. Got a lot of bad Santa. Got a lot of elf. Here's something that I just learned talking to these nice people over at the bar. The National Lampoon Vacation Series is a real thing. Yeah, it is. Dude, I thought it was only that movie was the was Christmas Vacation. I thought that was it. No, no. National Lampoon's Vacation, National Lampoon's European Vacation with Pig and a Poke. Then you've got uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh, you've got the new one, which is actually pretty damn good. Was that the one with Ed Helms? Yeah, that's the one. Actually, really good. I was thinking it would suck, but it was really good. Well, okay, so the original ones, were they all with Chevy Chase? Yeah. And where does Christmas Vacation rank amongst the vacation movies? The original will always be the best, but I'd say it's a close, close second. What's the first movie called? Vacation? Yeah. (laughs) National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, for the love of God. Oh, my God. I had no idea about all this. Yeah. European Vacation. See what they did there? European Christmas. Like, it's a whole thing they got going about vacation. I'm going to get crushed on Twitter. Uh, about yeah, not dude, you bl- dude. I let me just step aside here for a second and say this: you've blown it with movies big time today. One, you thought The Godfather was littered with cocaine for some reason. You clearly messed that up and got it confused with Scarface. And now your your lack of vacation knowledge on one of the one of the biggest best franchises in the history of movie. I don't know what to do, Crowley. You're okay, having a bad movie day, dude. I think the Godfather Scarface thing is a little understandable because I was going for a snow joke. No, it's not understandable. There's zero snow. In fact, if you follow closely to The Godfather, the Don, he does not want anything to do with this. He wants nothing to do with the drug trade because that's not honorable. Then what are, you in the, what, are you in a, what are you in the mafia for? They do honorable stuff like racketeering, murder, stuff like that. I feel like you're millennial shaming Crowley right now. Like, I feel like that's what's happening. See, this is not millennial shaming, and that's horrible of you to say, Zach. <laughs> what this is, is this is actual just pop culture shaming. Okay. I guarantee, Zach, are you a millennial? I am. You know all these things, don't you? I mean, I was a little surprised you went there, yeah. Okay, so it's common knowledge. So it's not millennial shaming. It's okay. pretty much just straight up, like, you should know this shaming. Okay, so it's just Adam shaming. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's more acceptable. The worst part of my day 
was making the snow joke to Matt Williamson and then there being a five second pause. And he had no idea what I was talking about. And I thought he was the idiot, and in reality, I was the idiot. I was tracking my brain trying to, I'm like, when did it snow in that movie? And then Matt said the same thing. But yeah, dude, way off. Coming up next, former Pittsburgh Steelers kicker Jeff Reed. He'll be joining the program. Good dude. Funny guy. Should probably be a radio host somewhere. We'll talk to him when we come back. You're listening to, oh my God, The Crowley Show. He's a legend in Pittsburgh sports. The Godfather, Stan Saverin. A man who doesn't spend time in his family can never be a real man. Saverin on Sports. Weekdays noon to 2 on ESPN Pittsburgh. 970 AM and now on 106.3 FM.